The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Whether you're a warrior of the Legiones Astartes, an adept of the Mechanicum, or just a mere mortal in a universe of madness, you'll find a place here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. <laughs> hey, we got Ryan on. Hello, Ryan. Can you hear us? Hello. How there. are you? Doing well. So yeah, um, first things first, um, we're going to get right into it. Want to talk about white scars? Let's do it. I'm excited. Because I know nothing about scars, so I'm glad Ryan's here. Like, you know they're a legion, right? What? Yeah, they're one of the uh -huh. legions. You at least know that much. As they're one of the 25 legions. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got some things to go over. Is How do you spell this guy's, how, pronounce his name? Chit. Hagatai Khan. Jaguartes Khan. Yagtai? Jagatari's Khan. Jagatai. Yeah. Has it ever been said in an audiobook? Is oh, it, it's shit. Jagatai. Dude. Because I've been saying Yagtai this whole time. Ooh, really? This yeah. Cognum? Star Hunters. I love some of the old Cognums way more than Storm what Walker they actually... Stormwalkers? Where it was at. Yeah, Iron Hands were Stormwalkers. Uh, Ultramarines were the Warborn. Salinators and then you got the fearless. White Scars as the Star Hunters or the Grey Ghost. Yeah. Oh, man. That alone is fucking sick. Shock Assault Strikes. Yeah, definitely. A lot of the stuff I've been reading about them, mm -hmm. I do like how the writers of the, the fluff books have been able to portray that strike and fade style of warfare in their books. Yeah. So um, how do you guys want to do this? Do you want to go page through page or do you want to just uh, Do we want to get it? on the rules, like, Ryan, or do we want to skip through the fluff? Do you want to go straight to what your gripes are? Because let's be honest, you've probably heard every other podcast that does Horus Heresy go through these rules again and again. Yeah. Do we want to like go through line by line or do we want to just talk about how we feel about each unit without having to just read a stat line every single time? I think we should have Ryan as a White Scars player walk us through the highlights and then we'll weigh in. Ryan, what do you want, man? This, I'd say this is your, your, your pony show. R Ryan? He's dead. Rest in peace, Ryan. You will be missed. We love you. Uh, well, okay. So let's get into some stuff, right? Right off the bat, we have some good artwork in here about the Legion uh, and some of their sort of more, I guess, lesser-known iconography. Mm -hmm. uh, these are pretty cool. They got a pioneer company? What? Which page are you on right now? This is page 140. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, so you're before oh, the arrows. Okay. Okay. But, uh, oh, yeah, Ryan, right. are you there? Can you hear us now? I'm sorry, man. Yeah, my daughter came in and she was being all needy. What, uh, what's yes. going on? So we wanted to know if you wanted to go through this thing line by line for rules or just hit the highlights because I feel like I'm, I'm agree with Jesse here that at this point I think like every podcast has gone through line by line on the stats, but we haven't ourselves gone through a deep dive per the units. 
Do so do you want to hit up the highlights and then talk about like the, the downfall, like your disappointments? Yeah, or, sure. Or positives I mean, uh, too. We yeah, positive. I mean, <laughs> we, I guess we can be positive too if we want. No, we're going to be positive. Did we want to cover any fluff or are we just doing the uh, units? I think we'll probably leave fluff for the Heresy Grad I, School guys. I do want to do some of the, the White Scars heraldry stuff, right? So yeah. that these are some really cool. I always love these layouts, right? I don't know if if you ever f- look for these like I do, but anytime I'm about to start oh, a project, yeah. I will look for their heraldry page and make mm-hmm. sure that I'm getting all this down right, you know? I, I cannot wait for the Dark Angels heraldry. Yeah. That's going to be nuts. It is, right? Because <laughs> like, you know like nuts. so many, like if you have this big of a checkered board on your shoulder, it means this thing versus if you have <laughs> this small of a checkered board, it means another thing. And you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, God damn it, i got to go repaint all my checkers now because <laughs> they all mean something else. But with that, uh, Ryan, looking at the heraldry on page 151, uh, yep. is there anything that is like, oh man, I totally need to go back and, and do that for my scars or... Um, you're kind of like wishing, yeah. I, I wish I'd known this beforehand so I could have done this sort of thing. Um. Well, full disclosure, I don't own white scars anymore, although they are dear and dear uh, to my yes. heart. Yes. I did sell my white scars. I think, um, <clears throat> yeah, I was, I was a little bit surprised. So they have a lot of, I didn't envision their glyphs to be the way they are. Like, um, it's a lot of straight lines and kind of maze looking things. Uh, yeah. I didn't really think it would look like that. That being said, I think it looks great. Um, I've seen, I've been getting, you know, the white scars work in from, uh, for the Nova Open Charity Foundation, because I'm, I'm compiling all that stuff. So I have a cabinet full of white scar stuff, and all of the uh, painters have done a really good job of replicating it or using it as inspiration. Um, the cool thing about a lot of this heraldry though, is if you had like the white scars that I had, I had the, um, white scars, shoulder pads, you know, the forge world ones, yes. so those yeah. shoulder pads, but it, the right pad, I typically didn't do anything with. I didn't do like company markings or anything like that. So a lot of this, you could easily add on if you already had an existing force and you were, and I do know several white scars players that were kind of waiting for some of these color plates to drop to get a better Mm -hmm. idea of what the iconography would be. So you can always add it later on. Yeah. Um, Like let's take a minute to look at their um, tactical iconography, right? Like it's still a tactical arrow just in the style of their glyphs. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. What I also noticed on the page opposite uh, page 150. Yeah. The the guy's in Mark six armor. He is. Yeah. Yep, beakies for everybody. Right. Yeah, and uh, you go to page one fifty two, and he's in Mark three armor. Yeah, which a lot of people don't put their scars in, right? Because this, this one on one fifty two is like one of my favorite color palettes I've it's ever so seen. So different. Yeah, I think it's because it's so alien. It reminds yeah. me of Rogue Trader era mm-hmm. armor schemes. You know what I mean? Yeah, you think about those like real old school. It does pages of the, like the twenty yeah. different tactical marines, and yep. some are just these weird. Color schemes. And yeah, this guy would fit right in. Yeah. That green, tan, and white camo. It's kind of the first uh, camo scheme that we've really seen for the Legions. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've always, I've always thought it was a little strange that Legionaries never go with, never bother with camouflage. 
And what most people tell me is, well, it's pretty hard to be sneaky when you're like an eight foot monster in power. Yeah, but they armor. set up ambushes and exactly. all the time. So like, yeah, why couldn't they use you camouflage? Like stay still. That's the whole thing about yeah. doing an ambush is that you try yep. to blend into your surroundings and not move. Like, um, uh, I mean, what what is it in uh, Unspoken? It's a short story from Shattered Legion, not Unspoken, the one previous to that. Um, but yeah, a bunch of Iron Hands conduct an ambush on a bunch of traitors, and they just turn their power plants to super low, stay behind rocks, and just wait for people to come in their power saving eco mode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, They're going green. Well, green right? leaf yeah. comes on. Or but, or in Pharos, the no night activity lords detected out within that, thirty uh, seconds station. Yeah. Right, yeah, exactly. You know, for like six weeks, they were just powered down and hanging out in, in deep space. Oh, they've murdered it's, those fucking Ultramarines hard, uh, didn't they? Oh, so good. So yeah, good. the Alpha Legion hide in like completely unpainted, unissued suits of power armor in, a, what is it, The Harrowing, an Alpha Legion short yeah. story? Oh, really? Yeah, one of their thralls who's disguised as like a Mechanicum guy opens up a crate of unissued power armor, says like, hey, let's go. And here come all these Alpha Legionaries climbing out of like plastic bags and wooden boxes. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> they've yeah. just been in like a little coma yeah. for however long the ship's been in transit. And they're like, all right, let's steal this Titan. So another <laughs> thing, we do get to see some of the uh, uh, the Terminators. I guess this guy is, he is a Kashyyyk, isn't he? Yeah, Eben Kashyyyk, the black uh, scheme. So uh, I guess the question will be answered further in with the rules and that kind of stuff. But can Eben Kashyyyk take Tartarus and Cataphracty? Mm, or Tartarus or Cataphracty? I believe, I believe it's the optional. Okay. Just, cool. You can take... Uh, yep. says oh, here, man, the unit may be equipped with Terminator armor, Tartarus Terminator, or Cataphracty. Ooh, the entire hey. squad must use the same type, which must be represented on the models used. That's amazing. Yep. It's interesting that a lot of Terminator units can't use... Indominus. You couldn't make Indominus catch him. I don't know yeah. why you yeah, want you can. to. No, I said Terminator armor. Yeah. Cataphracty. Terminators can. Or Tartarus. Yeah. yeah, so you can make them Indominus pattern. Is that what you're saying? No, you can't. You can. Because it just specifically says Cataphracty or No, or if it says Terminator armor, parentheses, Cataphracty. I feel like this is an argument that we had a very, very long no, time ago. No, if it says Terminator armor, you can wear... <laughs> Indominus. Basic Terminator armor, or if it then gives you the option, Cataphracty or Tartaros. You can put Keshik in any type of Terminator armor. Well, neat. Yep. And normal Terminators so, as well. So, what page is uh, this on? The rules. This is 220, 220 for the Evan Keshik. So, yeah, I said let's jump into some rules. Let's talk about some highlights, Ryan. What are your likes? What are your dislikes? Yeah, let's, let's start again. Page 189's got another legionary. Look at page uh, 156. Is, I mean, oh, if wait. Talking... This is an alpha legion. Yeah. <gasps> he's a sneaky boy. Oh, I was tricked. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, because that, that goes into um, Shondax. Yeah. Shondax Crusade. Yep. Dude. There's some really cool. So I, I know we're not going to do a lot of the deep dive fluff, but there's. Uh, some really cool narrative tidbits in here. Um, the Chondax campaign in Book 8 is really sweet with some really cool narrative stuff that explains how the Alpha Legion um, were successful in, in holding off the 5th Legion for several years um, that they were kind of distracted from their primary task or from really joining the heresy, you know. Yeah. 
Um, so definitely a really good read. And if you've read, uh, some of this ties in really well. If you've read uh, Scars or Path to Heaven or um, the Khan's Primark book, and the Primark book covers uh, Sean Dax really well. So perhaps that's for another time. Yeah, yeah that'll definitely be good to because I I know I need to still read those books myself. Oh man! So that's yeah. what got me started. Scars got me started on White Scars. Like, you know, infantry, army, whatever. Path to Heaven got me started in Battlefleet Heresy scars because it was a lot of naval battles and stuff that were really sweet. And then um, the the Jagatai Khan book has a lot of really in-depth stuff for Chondax, which uh, I think someone was thinking about putting together an actual Chondax campaign with orcs. Uh, Pat, I think, was looking at doing that next year, which would be really cool. And now we can tie in the Alpha Legion to it because they they were actually hanging out on Chondax and making life hard for the White Scars without anyone actually knowing it, which is pretty cool. Fucking Alpha so, Legion, man. <laughs> now let's yeah, get, man. really get into the rules here. What a bunch okay. of assholes. They, they're terrible. They're okay. I guess so. it's um, true. They start on um, 2.16. Yep, 2.16. Yeah. So with the Legion of Stardust, does anything change? I... I was under the impression that um, it lost forward motion or forward action. Didn't is they? that it? W- what's changed here, Ryan? I wasn't um, too familiar so the main, with them before. The main thing um, that happened was so they have a number of rules. They have swift, swift action, um, which gives them plus they can reroll fail to wound rolls of a one for attacking if they've moved their maximum distance or six inches for infantry or twelve for bike or jet bike. That's the same. I have the storm, I believe, is the same, which allows you to um, adjust your seize the initiative, um, or the first reserve roll of each turn, which is crazy. Um, laugh in death's face is basically you have to have more fast attack choices than uh, heavy support, which would totally make sense. Yeah, uh, and then born in the saddle is the big one. So be- this is the one that ge- gave previously it gave skilled rider to all Legion of Stardust white scars. Right, which made them which just is ridiculous and ZM. Yeah, that's when I built my ZM list and I had just <laughs> assault marines and destroyers, and they all had skilled rider. And everybody was like, "Oh, really?" I was like, oh, "I don't really? know." Man. <laughs> um, but now they limit it specifically to bike or jet bike, which is fair. I guess, maybe. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, change the name. Don't call it Skilled yeah. Rider, you know what I mean? Called it uh, Skilled Hunter. I don't know. I think yeah. I would have been fine with it if they just didn't call it Skilled Rider, because then I'm like, yeah. what skilled the fuck are these guys movement. riding? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, riding power skilled on walking, it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for just basic Legion lists, or, or like Legion of Stardust uh, roles, without having to take a Ride of War, you get a lot of stuff... Uh, white scars get a lot of stuff, right? You can reroll failed to wound rolls of one with all attacks if you move within you know a certain distance. You can adjust. You get a plus one to your seize of the initiative, and you get to adjust play with reserve rolls. Um, that's pretty cool. And then the skilled riders, like, or if you're doing jet bikes or you're doing um, a bike heavy army, that's that's a really useful one. 
So those are two really cool rules that you just get for running white scars. So was there one ever that allowed like your vehicles to also make use of swift action or something? Well, swift action, uh, no. I think it always applied to infantry bikes or jet oh, bikes. I, I thought there was one that like gave you a beneficial to your save roll or something like that. Skilled mm. rider gives you plus one to jink. No. This was one like, like oh, you know that, that yeah. Rob used because he would move he his Malkadors yeah. and then give them better cover saves. That's right. Swift Rider actually had, or Swift Action had uh, a second portion of rules, like a, a, another thing, and that's where if you had moved, you got the plus one, reroll the plus one to wound, and you got a plus one to your cover save. Gotcha. You got two things for it. I think they took out uh, the cover save piece. Okay. But yeah, I mean, base rules looks pretty good. I'm pretty damn good. I like it, really. I do. Yep. Um. So, does any of the legion specific war gear change? I mean, Cyberhawk has that changed? I know the power glaive is the same. No, the glaive got a huge price hike. Oh, is well, it? Is it more yeah, expensive it went now? From fifteen to twenty-five. Oh, which Lordy. honestly is pretty hmm. fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you but can Legatine still get... X is still the same, but okay. What's a Legatine yeah. X? Is twenty, isn't it? Legatine Axe is, I think, still 15. Really? Yeah, and it's, it's one of the best Legion-specific war gear yeah. pieces there is. Yeah, I mean, I think 25 is like... I think 20 would have been like super fair. 25 is still... It's palatable. I mean, you're still getting, uh, you know, plus one strength AP2 if you do it one-handed. Yeah. At initiative. Yeah, importantly, so, it's still AP2 at initiative. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty freaking good. Um, yeah, always. AP2 at initiative. Always, always. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, New Jetbike, I see the same, that. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Okay, good to go. Good um, to go. They did add the Shamshir Jetbike, which is a new Legion war gear. Yeah, so uh, it, it's got missiles instead of your regular, I guess not missiles, what is it, Scatterbolt Launcher. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Oh, I can't um, wait to see that. I'm interested to see that, yeah. Yeah, so any independent character has access to a scimitar jet bike with a heavy bolter may instead take the Shamshir with the Scatterbolt Launcher for the same points cost. They operate under standard rules for jet bikes. Uh, any character model that selects a Shamshir as an option gains both plus one toughness and improves its save to two plus. So it's the same as yeah. a normal jet bike. And, uh, honestly, I feel for a White Scars list, that's like probably compulsory, right? To have your HQ on a bike. I feel it's super in well, thing. If you're doing Shigorian Brotherhood, they have to be on a scimitar. Okay, yeah. Well, actually, next is... Oh, shit. Are you serious? They have to be on scimitars? They can't be on no, They can't Shamshir? ride their super fancy bike, which is... What? Which I'm sure once we get to Yagtai Khan, we'll have some choice words for that. Well, so that's that's most likely... Well, he's not site. technically Chagorian. He's Terran manufactured. Thank you, sir. So there's your reasoning. Eye rolls everywhere. So, so yeah, you got the Power Glaive, which is... Yeah, he said Cyberhawk was the same. So Power Glaive, we're all familiar with. It's fun. It's a good weapon. It's really good. Um, so Chagorian Brotherhood, any changes there? We have mm. Ride Like the Wind, which is Sky Hunter and Outriders. Counts as troops. Awesome. Always awesome. I mean, it, Raven Guard list. You know, I don't know actually 
Jesse, do the Raven Guards, uh, Raven Wing Protocol, does that allow for um, Sky Hunters to also be troops? Mm. Just out, just... Um, Some bikes. Scimitars. I Not the Sky Hunter Phalanx, right? Yeah, I, I don't play Raven Wing, and I honestly couldn't tell you off the top of my head what they take. Oh, I think it's just the Scimitar. I'm a, I'm a just the regular. Head. I don't do yeah, too much. Uh, yeah, definitely. More Dreadhead, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Dreadwing. <laughs> oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, so in Shigorian Brotherhood, the main thing that changed was they've added a limitation that the army may not have more than one heavy support choice. Whereas before it used to be you just had to have more fast attack than heavy support. Ooh. Um, so that's caused a little consternation uh, for folks that have had a White Scars army and have been running Chagorian Brotherhood. Sure. Uh, but overall, I think it's still a pretty solid... It's actually a very solid uh, right of war. Hit and run? Um, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all your transports with uh, three hull points have to... Uh, with more than three hull points and do not have fast, they begin play in reserves. Um, yeah, this is, I always thought this was cool. Any infantry unit in which there are no models equipped with heavy salvo or ordnance weapons gain hit and run and outflank, and then anyone that has oh, heavy damn. weapons, salvo or ordnance gains outflank. So you could have outflanking heavy weapon squads. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so one thing to note, the army may not have more than one heavy support choice. At least you got to admit they're not limiting you to say like a heavy support choice of the fast type, right? Cause I'd imagine yes. that'd be, oh, that'd be even a bigger pain in the ass. Like, okay, so basically you're telling us Sikorins is all we can take. So, I mean, you are still able to take, uh, artillery detachments and that kind of stuff with it, I guess, to offset your you could. your bikes right? I, I don't know if it's very fluffy no um, absolutely not but uh for your we, heavy support when we get choice to the, when we get to the uh entries that's gonna possibly cause some especially if you're trying to run the, the ebb and keshig that particular limitation might cause some consternation Ooh, for you really we, we can get to that later okay yeah, plus the good sat yeah Okay, so um, the the second one. What is this? The Saiga Sagamazan. 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 So these are I mean, if you if you don't know the fluff for these, the Sagamazan are basically the penitents. So if you read well, I don't want to give away spoilers. But it's okay. there may have been some white scars that were that may have gone and sided with Horus. Yeah, uh, there's point. a short story again. I'm going to reference Shattered Legion, where an yep. Iron Hands uh, Tech Marine or Iron Father. I don't know which one he is actually. Anyways, he's put as a custodian to a bunch of these dudes, like a whole ship full of them, and his yeah. job is to direct them and have them die to repentance. Yeah, exactly. So. When there was a split in the Fifth Legion, and there was, you know, there was a little bit of a naval battle, and there were scars fighting scars, and then the Khan said, "WTF? Stop it now!" Um, basically, all of those scars that had sided for Horus uh, had laid down their weapons and kind of uh, bent to the will of their Primarch, as is natural and right. 
And so he, some of, some of those leaders, he either had imprisoned or executed, but the vast majority of the ones, um, who were just led astray, right? Yeah. He assigned as Sargak, uh, Mazan. And, uh, that was basically, they were sent out on penitence missions, which there was really no expectation that they would survive, but they were, they were used to harass and harry enemy lines. Um, you know, with no no hope of getting any support, so basically, maybe a squad of dudes would get sent out on like a really shitty frigate. Yeah. They were just expected to do hit and run for as long as they could until they were all dead. Um, Ryan, do you know what short I'm talking about? I don't. I haven't read that one. What's it's it? called? Uh, it's named a ship. Hold on, because it's it takes it's about the ship. Yeah, the ship had like some really good luck in the past. Okay, I'm gonna look for it, but. It really has me liking this this Death Seekers thing because that short story is a really flippin' cool one. And that was my first introduction into White Scars. And to see those guys, you know, be like, yeah, we made a serious mistake uh, and we're trying our best to atone for that. And if it means we got to die, then so be it, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's really, it's kind of a sad story, man, because a lot of these dudes were just led astray by poor leadership. No, absolutely. Um, they were following their their cons. Um, yeah, and it, they really get into the Sagar Mazan um, during Path to Heaven. Is kind of where you see the aftermath of the um, break in the White Scars and how some of the Sagar Mazan are treated. I think this was something that uh, came from Kochi's. Uh, I'm sorry, from Chagoris. Right, so this is just something that has been bred into their culture. It was just done on a mass scale um, prior to the heresy. So, so let me ask you this then, um, since you're the SME about this, uh, were these guys kind of treated as Ferris treated his uh, immortals, where they were like not worthy of his attention or adoration or anything like that once they had failed? Or, or were there so, chances of these guys actually being redeemed and for the con taking them back into the fold? I think they were redeemed it, in death, weren't they? Yeah, uh, they were redeemed in death. Uh, they could come back to Fifth Legion fleets, but what what you see happening is that a lot of the lower cons, so they they weren't they couldn't like walk onto the flagship and say, "Hey, I want to talk to Jagatai. I want to be you know." brought into uh, I forget what they call their gatherings they were they were pretty much pushed to the side by lesser officers right so they never, there were times where they actually had like legitimate stuff they had legitimate intelligence where they knew something was going on but they were never given the chance to act on it or to relay the information because they were deemed by their previous peers to be failures right and they would they were, could never be redeemed in their eyes. Gotcha. So, yeah. By the way, the uh, name of that book, if you haven't read it, is Grey Talon. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. It's the one where it's got yeah, the so, uh, the White Scars dude. He's got the skull painted on his face yes. without the helmet. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and it's a, it's a really good one. It's about an Iron Hand who leads a bunch of these dudes on some ass kicking missions. Yeah. But yeah, so let's, let's actually dive into it. A good, good bit of fluff. Thank you very much for indulging me on that. But, um, 
So how do these guys play on the table then, would you imagine? I don't think they're going to play at all, but... <laughs> That's too uh, bad. I don't know. Maybe I'm not that creative. So the right of war may only be taken by a master of the Legion with uh, Legion of Stardis, White Scar's special rule, and only when he is leading an army assembled under the Shattered Legion's Age of Darkness theme presented on page 202 well, I think of I know six. somebody who might be running this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you have a Shattered oh, Legion, right this is your, definitely a possibility. Right yeah. up your alley. So it's got two effects. Uh, Death Seekers, at the end of any game in which victory points are used to determine the winner, roll a d6 for every unit with the Legion of Stardis White Scar's special rule in this detachment that have been destroyed, and in doing so, yielded victory points to the opponent. On a roll of a four or five, no victory points are awarded, while on a six, no victory points are awarded, and the owning side earns one victory point. Wow, that's so that's cool. pretty cool. Yeah. That's you basically have a 50-50 shot. 50% of... chance, chance to at least deny a victory point to your unit or to your opponent and possibly gain a victory point. Yeah, that's very significant. Cool. Absolutely. Yeah, and it can be. Yeah, if you're playing victory points, that could be significant. Um, Serpent's Eye, all models with Legion of Stardis White Scars special rule are fearless for the first turn of any assault. That's pretty cool. Pretty good. Uh... Yeah. Uh, limitations. It can only be used by a loyalist army, which makes sense. And the army may never contain more vehicles than a head's units with the infantry type. Now, key note on that it doesn't say excluding dedicated transports. So that includes your dedicated transports. So you're yeah. going to have to have dudes on foot to make up for yeah. that. Damn, that's a big debuff. But you don't have a lot of. Uh Thanks. Yeah, or you don't have a lot of uh, vehicles in your army, Shattered Legion. I don't play a lot of the vehicles, but because I like infantry, this this kind of I, I it's kind of up my alley, man. I like it. Yeah, I like Greg Talon. Shit, yeah, man. This might be a future project one day. I, I I'm kind of hit or miss on it. Um, it's pr- it's actually pretty good if you happen to be running. If you just wanted an excuse to add some white scars to um, your Shattered Legions, yeah, and you weren't going to run a Rite of War, all right, because a lot of times I won't run a Rite of War just because I'm either lazy or I build an army that's like agnostic to a Rite of War. So this is a good one that's just like, you're going to get some general support. You're not going to get anything crazy out of it, but at the end of the game you have that potential for really swaying the victory points. Yeah. Um, without really, ha- you don't have to really modify your army much. Um, well, this would, would be great for like a Centurion yes, style. Yes, exactly. Uh, That's what I'm thinking, legions. man. Yeah. Where, where you don't have to worry about vehicles being yep. a problem. Shattered Legion are just a bunch of infantry. Yeah. And I'm thinking, yep. really, really play yourself, right? And take this with Dark Angels. So even if you do deny victory points to your enemies, they still get D3 victory points. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I really want to lose, man. Just take all my victory points if you could, please. Yeah. Oh, you mean I took all your victory points? Well, here, have these D3 instead. I appreciate it. Yeah. But and to make it even more fun, you play War of Lies, and then you have no idea what the hell's going on. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So yeah, it took us God. longer to figure out victory points than it did to play the game. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> but no, I like this. I think you're on point, man. I think a centurion list, something small that's just an HQ, 
couple infantry units that are like really cool and you know they got a lot of beautiful models out for these guys so I need it's to test another, myself and my white ability it's another Shattered Legion specific yeah you know I'm all about that yeah well, and you don't even need white, man. You can go with some of the alternate color schemes. Yes. Depending yeah. on, on how you want to go. Yeah. All right, so, so let's get yeah. into some of these units, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't want to go line by line, but I do want to talk about like general, like overarching ideas, right? So if we go to, to 219, the Golden Keshig, immediately I'm looking at these guys. The stats are fine. P5 is awesome. But the fact is that they are three-man squad. And again, we're seeing more of this where command units like this... So I'm assuming, because it's three-man, Ryan, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say these guys are a command element. Um, They are. They were used as line breakers. Oh. All right, so whereas you have most jet bike units yeah, are they're... more of a fire support role unless you're putting melted bombs on them. These are actually specifically designed as a line breaker unit for assault oh, okay for where legions would other legions would prefer to deploy heavy armor or mass terminator units the white scars were more inclined to use the golden keshig okay see i'd have figured that these guys would have been with your praetor on his scimitar jet bike and oh sure you could, absolutely could but i'm looking at power lance eh. no like real uh, i guess they could take regular power weapons and that kind of stuff melt bombs thunder hammers okay yeah yeah, no, they, these guys uh, definitely can. Interesting thing here, though, remember these are elites. Yeah. Okay. Right. So if you're if you're really into jet bikes and you wanted to like max out your troops and you maxed out your heavy support with sky hunters, you could really go overboard and and add a bunch of these dudes. Yeah. Which is pretty. And, and you know they have some really interesting things. Um, their weapon skill five, which is abnormal for bikes. Well, when there's only um, three of them, they need something. You can add three more. You can add up to six. Whoa, 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 for whoa. 40 points whoa, each, whoa, 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 Yeah, that's normal for a jet bike. Yeah, is it? I've never no, used jet bikes so. in my yeah. entire life, so yeah. this I mean, is a jet bike me. upgrade for, like, a character is 35 points. Uh, so these guys are throwing me off, man. They got this cumbersome spear, which is like the old charging spear. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, you go in, initiative step 10, boom, on the charge. That's the way fucking yeah. lances should work. Why do the custodes just have regular dumb power lances instead of something that, like, destroys tanks, the turn it charges, and then can never be used again? <laughs> Wait, you, know you what want I mean? to nerf right. the custodians harder? Is that a custodian man. player that wants them to do worse? Yeah, I'm tired of catching crap from people. Just make them garbage, <laughs> please, GW. Aren't they? I mean, <laughs> they're trying their, their hardest. Their fluff is garbage. We know that, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Ryan, like this scatterbolt launcher, you were right, man. It's not a missile launcher. It's it's a template weapon. Yep. That throws me off. Wow. Wowzers. Wait, so you don't want to talk about the power lance? No, let's talk about this is an interesting weapon. I think it's the first yeah. of its kind, isn't it? Uh yeah, because so these at guys are if one. you look at a normal jet bike unit, I think it's like hundred and thirty five points without upgrades. Yeah. Um so these guys come with these Kantos power lances, which they have two values, and the values are really determined by whether it's the first round of assault or the second. Or no, if the bearer has charged, use the first value. On any other turn, use the second value. Mm-hmm. So if, the, if you get the charge off with the Golden Keshe, uh, you have 
Strength 7, AP 2. That's the Kantos Power Lance. It's Malie, two-handed. Sunder. Cumbersome. Murderous Strike. Concussive. Get fucked. So it's on a charge, you get the Sunder, Murderous Strike, and Concussive. Yeah. That's right. So if you get That's the charge really off, well you get done. Yeah. So and then you have the option with cumbersome, you can decide that if you really, I mean, if so, say you have six of these dudes, strength seven, AP two, and you are fighting a prime mark, you can say, okay, I'm going to forego all my extra attacks. I'm just going to make six strength seven, AP two initiative step ten attacks. Um, that may potentially. Effect. I mean, assault, even assaulting an, a Praetor and his command squad or something that you might be a little scared of. Um, like, you have a pretty good chance of taking out some Terminators before they get to swing at you, even at a normal initiative. Um, but hold so on, hold on. You said th- this cumbersome rule is always in effect, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, you could... Yeah, it doesn't matter oh, if you charge or okay. not. A weapon with this type may only ever make a single attack in any given assault phase. However, okay. on a turn in which the bearer is charged, this attack is automatically made at initiative step 10. Yeah. So there you go. You don't so, get the choice. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, it, it is a lot like a last cutter, right? Like the last cutter is always going at initiative step one and you're only going to make one attack, right? Mm-hmm. This was just I would have so liked it if they had made cooler. it... I, I would have liked it if they would made it strength eight instead of strength seven because then at least... You could have instant death. You could be instant death. Some fancy because he he said you well, know you charge you could, into you some terminators or something. You could also yeah yeah like even right now you charge six Keshig into say like a Cordis Dreadnought. Well, even with Sunder, you still need fives, and you only have six attacks. Jeez. Well, but they yeah, do have melter bombs too. Just don't do that. Just yeah, just don't do that. Just don't well, do that. Well, I mean, super <laughs> simple to just not assault a Cordis. Yeah. Now, that said, these guys are really cool. Their models are awesome. The whole scatterbolt really, again, encourages you to get close and, like you said, line break with these guys. These are not the gunboat scimitars that you see in the past where it's just like put plasma or heavy bolter on these dudes and just keep them back. These are the dudes that are going to get in there, fuck shit up, hit and run, get out, and then do it again. Yep. And just keep breaking combat. Hitting and running, come back in, boom, hit him again with the power lances. Boom, 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 until all the cast lights are dead. Like, you know, there's nothing that prevents you from putting a chaplain in, right? Ooh, yeah. yeah. Weapon White skill five. Chaplain. So they're, they're hitting on threes and re-rolling against normal Marines. Um, Me gusta. Pretty good. Straight yeah, seven, absolutely. I mean, look, even look there, shred and pinning, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if you can get a so pinning off before you assault somebody? Yeah, just power armor dudes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're going to get a good amount of wounds um, just with the scatter bolts. And then you assault, and, you know, if you have five or six of these dudes, you're just killing space. It's pretty bolts. hilarious to think that you could charge into a terminal or into a Primark squad, concuss the Primark, then just hit and run away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could. Oh, we got yeah. you. Bye. Yep. And imagine having like multiple units of these playing around at the same time. Yeah, exactly. With each other. If one hits, if one charges, and then the other one hits yep. and runs out, and then they just keep tag teaming each other in. Ooh, <laughs> yep. just the possibilities. Yeah. Or I yep. mean, you could. Oh, baby. 
You could uh, um, concussive reduce your initiative or your weapon skill to one. It's initiative, isn't it? What? It's just concussive initiative puts yeah, you. That's what I thought. Where, yeah. I was thinking it'd be kind of funny to concuss a knight, just repeatedly hit and run a knight, <laughs> concuss him, run away, concuss him again. Well, I mean, you can glance a knight. Right? That's true. Yeah. With thunder. Yeah. 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 Um, it's also cool that they have hit and run base without having to run in Trigorium Brotherhood. Exactly. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Very good. Cool. So that's pretty good. So we now have on the off on the opposite is the Ebon Kishig. Oh, and they don't have the Karash for despite being Keshig units. What's the Karash? Keeps um special or keeps uh, independent characters from joining them unless they so have. So who doesn't have that? The Golden Kishig. The Golden Correct. Keshig don't have it. Yeah. Okay. Which yeah. is pretty cool. Helpful. Yeah, the Ebon Kishig ah, are the really Kishar. cool. Yeah. Um. There's some issues with them. I, I think there was probably some oversights. I believe I could be mistaken. You never know what the rules writers were thinking, but I believe there were probably a little, a few oversights here. Um, but yeah, the Ebon Keshig are. Uh, are we talking about them now? Yeah, yeah. Do you like them? Yeah. So I mean, these kind of go. It's kind of the same uh, idea as the. Uh, um, the Sagar Amazon, right? So the yeah, mm-hmm. this was a post the Karash, which is a special rule that uh, Steve just mentioned. It was a ritual post of atonement and redemption for sins and breaches of honor within the White Scars and a quick path to glory. So again, these guys are used. Um, it says in the little fluff narrative that they're basically used as a hard rock in the middle of a White Scars formation to soak up. Uh, the fire of heavier units, while the more nimble white scars units could maneuver, right? So they were they were intended to kind of head down the center, take on something heavy to buy time for the more mobile, um, maybe lesser armored white scars. Right. So that's pretty cool. Um, they are two twenty five base for five of these dudes. Uh, you can do, get another one, up to five more for 45 points each. Uh, you can exchange a power glaive. So they all have power glaives, which is really cool. When you think that a power glaive for a normal independent character is 25 points. Oh, so they've all got power this. Glaives. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, again, they can be equipped with any of the three types of Terminator armor, but they have to be modeled appropriately. One uh, wound they each. Have chosen, what's yeah. That? One wound each. Feel no pains. Yeah. Two attacks each, which is okay. Yeah, pretty standard. Uh, standard. Pretty standard. Yeah, That's standard. what I'm saying. It's like uh, they are yeah. standard line Terminators, except they're getting these power glaives for free. Feel uh, no pain. And a feel no pain. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. And they're chosen All warriors. for 10 points more than a regular Terminator, right? Because a regular Terminator is 35 points, right? What's that? I said a regular Terminator 35 is 35 points. Yeah. yeah, so for 10 extra points, they're getting this awesome power glaive and a feel-no-pain. It's not yeah. a bad trade. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, the, the main thing is they're probably the only um, Terminator squad in the whole heresy that cannot take a dedicated transport, can't take a dedicated True. land raider. True. Not dedicated. Uh, they can still take one, though. Well, okay, uh, yes. Yeah, but, but then, you're like you're limited, talking about, when you're limited to one yeah. heavy support, do you want to use that one heavy support for a Spartan? No. Yeah. No. You or don't. Like, now, that also said, they are also chosen warrior, too, which is pretty neat. Mm. 
Yeah. They are, which, yeah, they, I mean, so any of them can accept an assault or a Just don't fight fire drakes. But it's fine. There's also, like, not a single character that has a role that lets them be taken. Correct, yeah, yeah. But that said, so, you could use this unit to just decapitate leadership, I feel. No, you could. Because, yeah, I yeah. mean, they they don't have a leadership themselves, and they are all leadership 10. Yeah. I feel like these guys are bodyguard hunters. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. it, and the more that I look at it, uh, at least fluff-wise, it almost makes sense that there aren't any characters with the Karash rule. At least... Like, without without there being the con would have killed them off if they were leaders and needed to repent is that why it seems like it almost seems like if you were a leader and you got if you were an officer and you were part of the Karash, you probably got busted down to Ebon Keshig instead of maintaining your uh, yeah your like, command like the immortals right yeah like you don't get to stay an iron father in the immortals they just you're remove you're just a your dude servo now. harness yeah. and give you a shield yeah but I mean when you look at the characters that are in uh, the book, the named book, the named characters for the White Scars, none of their fluff really supports being like a penitent character. Like the, none of them are more tats, sort of is what I mean to say. Right. Because these um, are, I yeah, would equate these. So. Like Go it'd kind of be cool to see a, a White Scars more tat with the Keshig. Um, yeah. But like the Khan certainly isn't going to join them. Uh, Keen Sa isn't going to join them. Like, it would have been cool if they had added a... You don't have normal Keshig Terminators, right? Yeah. And Kinsa is the master of the Keshig. Yeah. Um, it so, does kind of seem strange that there's not, like, a Saigar Maizan-themed character. Yeah. Because that would make sense to put with the Keshig. Yeah. Yeah. And um, maybe they're future-proofing, you know? Yeah, um, it's possible. By having that role. One, one, ter- we're two books away from Terra, so... Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think they're cool. I, I like them. I like the fluff. Uh, it actually would have gone really well with the army as I had planned it because I had a I had a unit of terminators that were supposed to be the line breaker terminators. It'll just take a um, while, and to they would fit perfectly. And uh, Rob from the cast put together five Evan Keshe yeah. that he kit bashed, which looked oh, and they can't use the land raider as a dedicated transport. Fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah. So that if you're if you're running Chagorian Brotherhood and you're getting that Nova army, that's your one heavy support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's fine because there's only one heavy support in there. You could so. put them in a Storm Eagle too. That'd be kind of cool. You Flying. could so put them in a Storm Eagle. That'd yeah. be fluffy. Moving on, these Falcon Claws, dude, are really bizarre. Um. I just see Recon armor and then I see paired Lightning Claws and I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah. They're, They're really cool. They're really cool. Yeah, um, that's super unique, dude. Like, damn. How would you even model that? Like, without making them look, like, absurd? Like... Yeah, I think so. I'm scout looking armor, at... Right? Uh, or recon armor, I guess. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah. Rob did did five of these uh, as well. This, he did it as, like, a bonus for the White Scars. Hmm. And it looks like... I don't know where he got his two... He's got two guys with the claws... And yeah, it's that's just, right, didn't he? Yeah, and it looks like it's hard to tell, but it looks like he he trimmed down the claws from like the Tartaros kit, which you know the the lightning claw comes as a separate bit. Yes, yeah. So he trimmed that down to like two, and then he grafted that onto um, like some a other glove bit or that something. Makes it look like he's holding it. Yeah. Oh it, it looks shoot! Really cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it looks like an actual not, like a So 90 points. Think about this, right? Now, it is a fast attack. But for 90 points, you have five dudes that have, they're all with paired lightning claws, which paired lightning claws for like a normal Terminator is 20 bucks. Points. Or, or 20 yeah, bucks, 20. I said. <laughs> 20 um, real world dollars. But yeah. They come with the recon armor, so I don't think you can up, up they don't have the uh, power armor upgrade available to them like normal scouts. But they get shroud bombs and chameleon base, and then they have outriders, moose recover, precision strike, and hatred characters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so this Outrider rule is a model with this special rule is treated as having the scout special rule, but may redeploy up to 18 inches regardless of, of its unit's type. It must still remain at least 12 inches away from an enemy that unit. That is completely different than like mm-hmm. an infiltrate move, man. That's huge. That's good. It is huge. Yeah. Uh, it's 90 points to your army that presents a pretty decent threat to yeah. your enemy. And now, then, They're going to um, have to dedicate firepower to it turn one. And it's gonna, yeah. still going to be hard to kill them. You can make they've got camo, and if they're in yeah. cover, heavy nope. cover. And what were you saying? It's like well, you can make a scout and movement you... and charge on first turn. You cannot, but with right. this, you can. This is outrider. Yeah, it's, this it's is treated not... as having the scout gotcha. special yeah, rule, yeah, yeah. isn't? Yeah, I think they yeah. do that just so you can't assault on turn one, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. That's that makes right. sense. That's fair. I was gonna say um, deploying these guys up and immediately turn one pushing the <laughs> oh shit factor to where these guys are going to charge me turn one. Yeah, yeah. But you gotta think you're you're essentially infiltrating these guys, right? Um, and actually, it's interesting because it's not even infiltrate because you can make that 18 inch redeployment regardless if your enemy can see you or not. Exactly. Right, so you can still get 12 inches away even if they can see you, which is cool. Um, and you're going to have like jet bikes. You're going to have a bunch of fast stuff that's coming up pretty quick that you're going to have to deal with as well. So do you focus yeah. on a 90 point unit? Exactly. Or, you know, so. Mm-hmm. What yeah, I like good. the idea. That's, that's putting heat on your opponent, man. Force them to do yeah. stuff they don't want to do. What anyway. I like the idea is of, um, especially if you're doing like terrain based objectives, which. Is, is the superior way to play, I feel. Agreed. Sure. Uh, you infiltrate these dudes or outrider these dudes into heavy cover, camping on a, camping on an objective, Yeah. and just wait. And then... 90-point objective secured? When yes, thank Not you. only objective secured, <laughs> but when some maimed 20-man tactical squad that's down to like eight guys and their sergeant... And they're like, we gotta go capture this point. <laughs> finally get to the objective, just we bam! We it was me. I was here the whole time. And then just lightning claw through them. Yeah. Not bad, Another cool man. thing about these guys is I believe, so the Cyberhawk is typically reserved for Legion Praetors. I see um, that. Yeah, that caught my eye. Yeah. The Falcon's Claws can have a Cyberhawk for 10 points. So for, um, let's see, they don't actually have a shooting attack unless you swap out their... Because uh, you can swap out their lightning claws for a power weapon and bolt pistol for free. Yay, downgrade right? so for free. For shooting, if you have a Cyberhawk there, you get, uh, I think you reroll once to hit. And they actually changed the rules for Cyberhawk. Um, because now for assaulting any unit that's assaulting a model within six inches of your Cyberhawk token, you get to reroll the dice to determine the charge range. Nice. So you have a better chance of actually making the assault on the second turn. Oh, that's really cool. good. Yeah. Yeah. And they have uh they have shroud bombs too, so they count as having defensive grenades. They're yep. gonna be, they're actually really hard to dislodge. Absolutely from a piece of cover. Especially like you said, in cover, 
They're going to be getting what? Three two up? up cover save. Because it counts yeah. as shrouded or stealth. Is the Camelene stealth or shrouded? Stealth? That's stealth. Yeah. I thought the recon armor gave you stealth and the Cameline. Cam- Either way, even if, 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 you don't have to, uh, if you don't have to charge the next turn, you can just go to ground. I think scout armors gives you uh, like scout and move, scout through, cover. And move through cover. Okay. Yeah. Cameline. But still, armor. three up cover save. Yeah. Go to ground if you want that two up. Yeah. yeah, and it's not like you have any shooting attacks to worry about not going to ground. So, yeah. oh my God, these guys, Jesus Christ, Steven. yeah, yeah, you nailed it, dude. They're scary. Point objective secure. Thank you. Yeah, they're just oh like little. Then, they're they're like a claymore that you just hide behind a door, and then someone's <laughs> just like, oh well, this is safe. Surprise. Yeah. Well, I don't think they're objective secured. Uh, oh, you're right. They're no, not. they're a fast attack choice, right? But they are no. denial, and they are there to yeah, just hop out, shoot. shred stuff. But even they, so, like you can give the whole plans. squad melta bombs for twenty points. So if you make this a ten man unit, you got ten melta bombs for twenty points. That's and, a nice night you've yeah. got there. Bam! Here's yeah. ninety point guys jumping out to blow it up. Yeah, they're not going to survive the game, but they're going to they're, no, they're going to no, mess no. up whatever they whatever they charge. Yeah, these guys are a legion equivalent of the militia recon squad. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like they're they're a clutch unit you bring in, nobody remembers because it's only five tiny dudes yeah. sitting off on their own, not bothering and you know what's, until the end. And you're like, oh wait, what's dumb too is they have a. Uh, so imagine you take you switch out their lightning claws, right? And you give them power weapons and bolt pistols. Give them power axes. Charge a squad. They have precision strikes. Every roll of a six, apply that power axe hit to a Praetor. That's just rude, man. Just 90-point dudes just rude. jump out and yeah. hatch it down a Praetor. And if you pair these with uh, That's dumb. the Sargeramazan Rite of War, where you're getting that chance to roll man, for every play unit White that dies. All right, with that special oh, yeah. roll, then... I mean, you, you kind of know they're going to die. Scouts usually die unless you're keeping them back for, like, sniper or bolter scouts. Yeah, I know mine do. The close Constantly. combat scouts are going to die, right? Yeah. So Just say rolls max out well. your fast attack with falcon claws and make people who unique. get too close to buildings regret it. But you wouldn't want to do that because you have the Kizagon Assault Speeder. Yes, yeah. perfect segue, Ryan. Yeah, I love it. Welcome. Um, <laughs> what do you think? These, I love these I'll things, man. I, I think these are so cool. So these uh, guys, straight and these, now special rules. I think they have all the regular assault speeder special rules. The big yes. thing is the carries pattern assault cannon and the reaper auto cannons. Good fucking. Guys. It's a lot Reapers. of infantry. Hate. Two. Yeah, you're right. Two, yeah. not just. One twin linked, two. Yep. Now that said, it's not two twin linked. Well, so Reapers you are only are twin get... linked. Oh, they twin Reapers linked? are twin linked anyway. Yeah, Mother Reapers of God, are they are, aren't they? That'd be so redundant. You're four shots yep. twin linked. <laughs> not the bad. Yep, strength yeah. seven. Oh my God, um, these guys are just gonna fuck up demons. Yeah, they're and, gonna be good and, and Mechanicum, dude. Because like yeah, honestly, yeah. like my Mechanicum fear carries. Carries will cut through. My Arl attacks in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. so many bullets going at that poor little guy. Oh, look at you. You're a big fancy monstrous creature. Well, let me just give this cannon a minute to spin up. Yeah. So 200 killers. You scared yet? Son? Searchlight. Okay, let's be real. How no many of y'all are using shirts lights? Nobody. Um, what are searchlights? <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy is that some units 
can get searchlights, but you have to pay for them. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. <laughs> like, this thing is a point. It costs a point to give a searchlight. One point for a searchlight. You literally couldn't give Ryan it away for free. Base, but everybody forgets to Well, use it's, because, yeah. it's because 7th edition nerfed yeah. uh, night fighting. Night stuff, fighting right? so yeah. hard. It used to be you had to you get like different levels of depending on the range cover save depending on the range yeah, yeah like it Used max to be a big deal yeah max range you couldn't even hit what you were shooting at and then it yeah. was get shrouded then it was get stealth then it mm-hmm. was nothing but if you ping something with a searchlight oh there i see you finally come yeah. here you so these guys yeah. can go into squadrons of 3 ooh yep. yeah 105 Indeed. points a model which some people are poo-pooing um I think it's totally worth it just yeah. for the roll of cool, if nothing else. And you may as well spend that extra actually, 10 points to get the rockets. Oh, I would, I would personally. Um, because these guys obviously are going to shred militia. They're going to do really well against Mechanicum. They're going to do well against normal Astarte just from a, a way to fire. But they're yeah. also a really good threat against side armor and rear armor. They come down you know? via deep strike. They don't scatter. Mm-hmm. Or they don't mishap anyways, you know what I mean? Since they have the... Yeah. Uh, they have strafing one run, so they're going to be BS5 versus all the ground targets. Yeah. Yeah, man. They're good. I don't know. It seems almost kind of redundant to give them strafing run. Why wouldn't you just boost them up to BS5? Because the, it's not they like they're going to be shooting flyers, at flyers, are they? They might be. And then they're only shooting at fours. Yeah. And they're fast. I like Not that I don't the, know there's the any slow skimmers. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so now it looks like, what is this guy? HQs. Quinza. Quinza. Quinza? Quinza? He's, he's the coolest. Is he? He's the dude. Yeah. He's the master of the Kashyyyk. The normal Kashyyyk. Yep. Not well, the up, up until Kashyyyk. Path of Heaven. Shut Just up. in peace. It didn't happen. Alternate history. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. No. Eidolon no, it hit him pretty it totally hard. Happened. He hit him, you said? Eidolon hit him with a hammer, like, in the head. Yeah, that's a fucking asshole. Did not work out well. Two first captains fought. One first captain walked away. (laughs) Spoiler alert, it wasn't Kinza. Solomon Khan. This guy's cool, too. Yeah, so Kinza is a really cool Terminator character, Master of the Legion, counterattack, various charge, Master of the Keshig, so he can take uh, Legion Command Squad. Bodyguard, which okay, um, yeah. I guess you would just paint them up as if they were Kashig, then regular Kashig, you know. Any of those oh, that, that's even what it says. Upgrade take, to represent the Kashig. Okay. Yeah, but the, I guess the benefit there is that um, those models can take a power glaive for ten points. Yeah, so you're you're getting a fifteen point um, save if you have a command squad with him. Fuck it, yeah, dude. I do like that. Yeah, because you, yeah. Usually, you can't really modify your basic command squadrons. No, they are as they are. That's unique. This is great that you can be like, you know what? You basically make them Kashyyyk. We're going to give you guys these glaives. So that said, you could buy a five-pack of the the Eben Kashyyyk, paint them up to be this guy with four regular Mm -hmm. Kashyyyk, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Doing it. But um, Um, He's got some cool weapons. He's got uh, a couple swords. That are really cool. Um, my only gripe about him, and it's purely just a, I don't know. I I wish he something in this army would have conferred deep strike mm. to a unit similar well, take to, a to Horus. What's <laughs> take that? A, take a warmonger. No, I know, but like when you read about 
him and and the types of actions that he was in. He does teleport. The same with Jagatai. They were they were pretty big into deep striking terminators. The few that they use, the Keshig, and you just can't really do it here unless you. I guess you could take the new guy. But. Ooh, that warlord trait. Yes. Automatically bring a unit in from reserves. Yep. Not bad. Not bad. You get that storm eagle off in the distance waiting for you. Yeah. Or thunderhawk, I mean. Or a stormbird. Or yeah. Why stop there? Yeah. Just bring a gothic class cruiser. Your normal white scars rule. You know, if you have multiple units in reserve, you roll for the first one and you get the plus one on the reserve roll, and then you bring in a second one in automatically. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. So potentially, you're getting a lot of reserve shenanigans. Oh man. Hey Ryan, what's um, what's the White Scar's position look like on the Allies Matrix? Ooh. Because it seems to me that a whole lot of the White Scar's rules and their units, they look like they're probably one of the best legions to ally with. Yeah, or rather, to use as an allied detachment, potentially, because um, they've got a lot of stuff that, on their own, doesn't quite, uh, I guess, fit the bill that you would expect. Like you said, like there's nothing that it gives them deep strike. When in the lore, uh, Kinza and the Khan both really like deep striking terminators, but you could take, um, you could do either do shattered legions or uh, an allied detachment and bring. Deep striking Terminator somehow. Yeah, I'll have to look them up. Give me a minute. It's a shame that they can't... Uh, it's a shame that they're a Loyalist Legion, ostensibly, and the other... There's only one other Loyalist Legion with Deep Striking Terminators. Everybody else is traitor. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, going back to the uh, uh, Master of Kashyyyk. Yeah. It's disappointing that Legionus Astartes command squadrons can't have their respective... Weapons, war gear, yeah, war gear. yeah. It's kind of absolutely. Sad. It would be nice if every one of my um, terminators could take cyber familiars mm-hmm. to make my <laughs> just a, a little mean, a little flock serious. of creepy yeah. cyber babies. I mean, yeah. really, command squadrons. You could really fluff those up if you yeah. let them get into war gear. Yeah, absolutely. Just make them characters. All so of them. to go back to Stevens' um, question, this is interesting. I never actually gave it much thought or looked at it. So White Scars are Sworn Brothers 2, dun-dun-dun, Sons of Horus and Salamanders. Interesting. So right. Sons of Horus at least could be Luna Wolves, and you could play that loyal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so Horus and um, the Khan had a bromance going on a little mm-hmm. bit. Little um, bit. Salamanders, so I'd have to read into the fluff on that. And well, Salamanders, the Salamanders are, are just friendly with everybody. Yeah, I think it's more oh, the Salamanders are friends the with White Scars. Yeah. <laughs> like, the other way around. Vulcan's like, hey, Khan, you want to be friends? And the Khan's like, fuck, I guess so. Yeah. Fellow warriors with, uh, let's see, who is distrusted? Iron Warrior, Imperial Fists, Night Lords. <laughs> yeah, those three. Imperial how they, Fists. How do they do <laughs> with, the, uh, with the Imperial Army? They are uh, fellow warriors with Imperial Army. And Khan had a uh, respect for, like, mortals. Well, theoretically, he, he somebody thought. had to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you could, uh, I guess you could do Luna Wolves, and then, well, no, because all of the deep-striking Terminator characters are traitors. 
true. Abaddon yeah. and Horus are both traitors. <laughs> well, sorry, um, buddy. No deep striking Terminators for you. But no, you like. I mean, I guess unless you're playing traitors, you could bring a warmonger. You could bring the warmonger. Yeah, you could. Yeah. That, yeah. That's probably yeah. the easiest thing if you wanted to get a really fluffy. Aspect. Which would actually be, uh, I think it'd be cool if you did. No, you can't. Never mind, because the Keshig cannot be joined by a character that's not a Karash. Damn. Mm. Well, the Ebon Keshig can't. Right. But the Keshig can. Yeah, but the slash Keshig aren't a unit on their own. You have to take Slash command squad. Them. Well, could you, yeah. Could you not just attach him to Kinsaw's unit? Yes, you can. Why yeah, wouldn't I guess you, you be could. able to? Yeah, because yeah. there's nothing Steven, that says why, that he... Why did you think you wouldn't be able to? Of course, it's a unit. Absolutely. <laughs> Problem solved. Okay. Yep. Solomon Khan. Yeah. Or Solomon Khan. This dude's really cool. He's like a really neat... Uh, well, that's because very... they have to be, uh, as on the note of the Keshig, they have to be deployed with Kinza at the start of the game. Okay. Which means they cannot be held in reserves to deep strike. Why not? Well, no, I guess you could just put the Steven, warlord with Are you with just Kinza. making... <laughs> Yeah, oh. I'm just making up rules. It's fine. Fast Good and God, loose. man. Look, I don't know the rules. I just play the game, okay? Okay. okay. So who's this Thank Solomon you. Khan guy? He looks he's, he looks like he's, he's really seen cool. some shit. Yeah, um, he's like a super old dude. So he was in the Legion before uh, the Khan joined the Legion. He was uh, under one of those pioneer companies we were talking about earlier. Yeah. He's got some really cool fluff, which I... I don't think is in any of the books, but I could be wrong. But uh, you know, he's got Master of the Legion. He's got the Hammer Hand, which lets him swing a Master Crafted Thunder Hammer at normal initiative. Uh, all the time, or like Eidolon? Uh, any turn he's successfully charged, the controlling player may choose to instead of making his normal allotment of close combat attacks, make a single attack using a Master Crafted Thunder Hammer at normal initiative. So I guess it's not quite as good. But it's still cool. The really cool thing is that he um, can take... He's got this rule called Ally of the Silent Order. Yeah. Uh, so during Chondax, there were some um, Sisters of Silence, and he was a buddy of them. He, The, the fluff is basically he one of the uh, Knights Centauras, or Oblivion Knights, was killed, and he took some of her war gear back to the Sisters of Silence as a show of respect, which they don't usually get that kind of respect. And uh, so he can select a single Sister of Silence, Knight Oblivion, Centura. Oh, Silence, Oblivion, Knight Centura may be selected as part of his unit, as long as he is not mounted on a jet, jet bike at the start of the game. Uh, during the, These two models must remain part of the same unit, after having been deployed on the battlefield, they may in subsequent turns operate as separate independent characters. That's real cool. And he doesn't reduce his leadership by being close to psychic anathema. If he uses glorious intervention to intercede in a challenge involving a friendly sister of silence character, then he gains an additional attack for the duration of that challenge. Ooh, man. He's extremely fluffy. Yeah, this yeah. is a really cool, like, RPG-esque. Because I can't yeah. see yeah. any... I can't see oh, any... and this is cool. So if he if he does the um, inner glorious intervention, if this is used in the same turn as the hammer hand special rule, then the plus one attack bonus may be used to increase the number of attacks made from one to two. Ooh, so baby, get, get two initiative five power. Uh, what do you call them? Thunder hammer. Thunder hammer attacks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's cool. That's pretty intense. 
That's really cool. I love his it's portrait weird. too. He's just yeah. side eyeing someone. Like, did you just say what I think you yeah, said? Yeah, it's really weird. So you can get this Oblivion Night Center. It's actually kind of a interesting way, um, without ha- taking a sister's detachment, to get some anti-psyker goodness in there. If yeah. if you were you didn't want to go like full sisters or full um, anti-psyker, but having her in there might be good. Just for shits and grins, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting uh, question again, so Ryan. Where we, do uh, white scars fall with Agents of the Emperor on Allies oh, Matrix? Probably well, not as everybody great. else, right? No, I don't know. I, th- I think they kind of um, were slightly distrustful of Agents of the Emperor, but I could be wrong. Because that'd be a pretty fluffy, fluffy, cool list. Take Solomon Khan and like a cadre of sisters. Well, I thought. Uh, Agents of the War Master or Agents of the Imperium are always trusted allies, regardless mm-hmm. of which. Oh, yeah, I thought so. As I, well. I, yeah. I only ever allied oh, with yeah. not even so on. I don't know. They're not even on the Matrix, so they just are straight up. Just, yeah, they're uh, always sworn brothers mm-hmm. to either loyalist or traitor forces, respectively. So we're we're pushing on two hours here for the cast. Jesus. So <laughs> have we ever seen Jagatai's Khan rules before? We. No. I don't think so. No? No. Well, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, a couple of big points, uh, so we don't end up having a, to drag this on too long. He's got two profiles, mounted and a foot, which is pretty cool. The con is a foot. Yeah. So, on the foot, he said higher initiative, lower toughness, and mounted he's higher toughness, lower initiative. So that's a good little swap there, I guess. Is there anything else? I mean Um he's got some cool so Sire the White Scars lets him if he's the part of the army, all friendly models with white scars gain scout. That's pretty tight. It's yeah. Pretty nice. Um any unit with Oh, uh, if he joins a unit they gain hit and run. He's got some uh cool swords. He's got some cool armor. He's got a He's unique got his, void bike, it's called. Not yeah, a jet bike, a void bike. So that's yeah, the point that's of contention for issues. Shigorian Brotherhood, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Which, again, I mean, I don't... If you're playing a game with somebody and they tell you Jagatai Khan cannot run... Shigorian Brotherhood because he's on a Sajitsu pattern void bike and not a scimitar jet bike. Just, <laughs> just fuck off. Right? <laughs> just fuck off. Don't even play with them. Like, come oh, on. cool, cool, I'm cool. Clearly... Thanks for telling me up front you're a douche. I appreciate that. I'm leaving. <laughs> Some people make me play a whole game before I realize the battle. Yeah. Thanks for being up front about it. Yeah. And it's 65 points to give him the bike. Yeah. It's a specially engineered version of a prototype vehicle. Enhanced thrusters of carrying the Primarch into battle with a swiftness equal to the lesser mounts. Uh, increases toughness by one, which is already incorporated in its bike profile, so it'd be toughness seven. And it's two. It's got two master-crafted heavy bolters. And when the Khan is mounted, he makes a hammer of wrath attacks. He inflicts D3 instead of one. So it's not crazy, but it's kind of cool that he's got two master-crafted heavy bolters, because why not? Yeah, yeah. Three plus jinx saves. Pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Because what's he got? He's got... What's his special armor? Give him... Um, two plus, five plus. Oh, he's got only a five plus in the Three plus in the assault phase. Okay, gotcha. 
Yeah. So he's really and cool. I cannot wait to cover. see this model because you know it's going to be two kits. Yeah. That's now, do you think it's going to be se- two separate kits that you'll have to buy individually, or do you think it'll be a mega bundle kit? I'm sure they'll have a mega bundle kit. Probably one probably kit. Separate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking he's probably going to push like 120 bucks. I think they're going to have to split the kit. Like you can buy him on foot. Yeah. You'll buy Jagatai Khan, who's just on foot, right? Just spread spread leg, and you just pop him on top of the bike later. Now, they'll probably sculpt his legs onto a bike, and then his torso will be a separate piece that you can switch between feet. That would be a spike. Uh, I don't know, man. But, oh, this is cool, too. Um, yeah. Lightning from Blue Skies. Yeah. So if he's held in reserve, do not roll for Jagged Icon or any unit he is considered to be a part of while in reserve. Instead, the controlling player should note down the turn on which he arrives, and any unit he has joined will arrive on the table before the battle begins. This may not be the first turn, but may be any other turn. He cannot elect to stay in reserve. So you could say he comes in on turn two automatically. If he arrives on the table by means of outflank, do not roll for the table edge. Instead, the controlling player should note down before the battle begins which table edge you want the con to show up on. Nice. That's pretty cool. Because if you're playing against him and he's rolling with a bunch of jet bike brothers and you don't know which table flank he's coming from, you're going to be sweating a little bit. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's going to be fast and in your face really quick. Hell yeah. So, I like the con. He's only 395 points without the bike. Very cheap. Yeah, pretty cheap. They're pretty cheap. Uh, That's I think close he, to Morgan prices. Yeah, but he's like a support. It's, but he is 460 with the bike, so that puts him in the little yeah. kind of mid-tier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, higher team, and he's right? got a lot of support stuff, and he's he he's does pretty yeah. Good. I mean, he's going to be hold up pretty well in combat, I think, against other Primarchs. He's very good Primark for a veteran player, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think somebody who knows how to make use of all of his abilities, like hit and run out, you know, the from blue skies and that kind of stuff. Uh, Someone who's played a lot and knows how to use the outflank and when's the best time to bring him out, I think they would get yeah. a lot. So, of Robbie, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robbie's just well, going to start rolling actually, the con. Yeah. And- the fact that he can hit and run, so even though he's a little bit weaker than some of the other Primarchs, he can jump out and reassault. You know, your, your opponent finishes their assault phase, they do a wound or two to him, he hits and runs at the end of that and comes back in with seven attacks or eight attacks or whatever, and he's getting Jeez, the hammer yeah. Which again. is good. Like, because he can't fight a dreadnought, can he not? Melee gonna, plus he's going to have a real hard time with it. Oh, he's got he's an strength Archeo seven. Pistol. That's cool. On the charge, he's strength seven. Yeah. So I would put him with the golden Kashyyyk. Can Can you take? Yeah. Wait a minute. Can yeah, you yeah. put Can you put him with golden Kashyyyk? Yeah, because they don't have the. Uh... They don't have a rule that keeps you from joining. So yeah, I think that's what I would do. Because if they do, if they he does end up having to fight something heavier, those guys going in, hitting and running. And then he's hitting and running, and together they're just tag team and everything. Yeah, one hit, one charges in, the other you'd hits run, and runs. You'd run him with them, not a part yes. of the unit. With him, saying. yes, disjoined yep. but with them. Okay, like pair. Yeah, because yep. I think that would just be pretty fucking sick to just be like, all right, your turn. I love the idea of this so so much hit and run in here. Yeah, because of the tag team potential. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. Oh, absolutely. You're in my turn. Okay. Cool. And then, bam, just keep whittling it's down. It's Yacht off the top row. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, really cool Legion. A lot of good stuff. Some pretty good prospects for Shattered Legion stuff I like. 
Yeah. Um, you got any uh, final thoughts on the whole army as a whole, Ryan? I really like it. I think, um, you know, the Legion rules were pretty strong when we just got like the three page update on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, I can't remember what book that was. Book six. Um, they were, they were strong then. They're much better now, in my opinion. Uh, I think the points increases that we got were justifiable. And I'm excited to see what the con looks like when he comes out. So, because we're all about positive positivity here at the Remembrancers Retreat, what would you say to other White Scars players who are feeling pretty sad about, uh, about the various rules changes? So there are some things, like I said before, if you had built an army, like if you had a 3,000-point army with all your four sword already maxed out and you were running the Rite of War as you, as it was previous, like Shigorian Brotherhood is the one that people are a little bit upset about, um, I would say that you had really good rules for not having actual entries in a book and special units, like without special units. I think that you still have very good rules, and I would say White Scars are probably in the top 50% of Legions as far as special rules and all the things you can do. I think if you have a really skilled player, you can do a lot of really cool things with them, and you could probably figure out how to get over the limitations. Would be my take on it. All right. Yeah, I agree. That's pretty, pretty good roundup, man. Very nice. So with that, we'll wrap up uh, today's episode. Let's do some plugs. What you got, Will? Lancaster Painting, as usual. Uh, also, check out the uh, uh, Return to Grey Worm, which is on the Remembrancers Retreat page. You can go there to the Events tab, find the event there, click on that, and you can get your tickets there. And it'll take you right to Everbright, and you can do all your transactions right there, easy peasy. Ten bucks entry fee, guys. We're covering all the service fees and everything like that. So get in there, get your spot reserved, man. Steven? Um, hmm. If you've been listening to our cast now for this long and you um, somehow haven't gone over and taken a listen to Heresy Grad School, uh, do it. Dave and Jason really love covering some of the uh, the more obscure fluff of the Heresy, and that's a great place to just kick back, listen to them talk about fluff while you paint or build or do whatever it is you like. Uh, they just finished up a five-part series on the pre-Prospero Thousand Sons. So go take a look at that. Heresy grad school. All right. Ryan. Uh, so a couple shout outs. I have a shout out for, um, death ray designs. Yeah, uh, man. They do, they do, uh, like MDF cut, um, terrain. They donated a bunch of stuff for the 30 K Nova events, which I'm very stoked about. I got a box of goodies a couple days ago that I'll be having to build and paint. Um, Black Mariah Designs is another company that's doing MDF cut stuff, and I just got a bunch of terrain from them as well. Nice. Really cool stuff. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. All right. Cool. Oh, hey, and yeah. uh, Pennsylvania 30K, the Hawk Wargaming. I went up to Betrayer 2 uh-huh. uh, a couple weeks ago. Fantastic event. I saw the um, pictures. It looks great. Yeah, run by uh, Frenchie and Aladell and Chris. Uh, really fun group. <laughs> And if you're in the Pennsylvania area or in the tri-state area, think about going out to one of their events. It's fun. Sounds good. All right, for myself, I'd like to thank uh, all the listeners for uh, liking, 
subscribing, commenting. We definitely appreciate it. But I'd also like to especially thank all our patrons on our Patreon page and our top-tier patrons, uh, Gardener of the Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Chris Mack, and Alex Self. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks. We really couldn't do this without you guys. It's true. And you can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at RR30K Podcast. You can go to our Teespring site and get our cool little t-shirts and get some swag. And once again, thank you all so much for uh, joining us and sharing our little side of Heresy Hobby. Yep. Don't add me. <laughs> and so with that, my name is Jesse. And I got Steve. Will, and Will. And Will. And Will. And, 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 and Last Rifle Gary. Last Rifle Gary. And Steven <laughs> and Ryan, and I think I got everybody at least twice. Uh, have a good night and keep those dice rolling. Bye, guys. Bye.